Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Is it time to reach for the mask again? COVID cases are on the rise again. Another Omicron subvariant is to blame. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. We're going to hear from New Jersey's governor on the seven new gun laws he just signed and whether any of them would have stopped the latest mass shooting. Also ahead, they'll be working on the railroad and soon. An important step forward for the region's most important infrastructure project. I'm Steve Burns at Penn Station. In our 88 seconds in sound for this date when a New York mogul got taken down. It's Wednesday, the 6th of July. Good morning. I'm Paul Murnane. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. I don't have the weather because I just got here. Do you okay. have the weather over there, Paul? Lowering humidity is the thing because I just kind of wiped down the counter with a wet cloth. I don't think it'll dry until like, what, Friday? The way I can smell going. it from here. It smells very, uh, <laughs> yeah. shall we say, lemony, lemony fresh. Lemony fresh. It's the only thing here. We're not. We're heading for a high of 84 to 88 today, by the way. Well, this is not anything anyone wanted to hear, but the COVID rise we're about to report is, if anything, an undercount. Because a lot of tests are done at home now, we know that, and cases may be less severe, but deaths are rising. Sean Adams is in one of the counties experiencing a double-digit rise in known cases in the last uh, week or so. That's Westchester. Sean, good morning. What's the latest on that? Yeah, COVID uh, just won't quit. Uh, cases are mounting again. The state uh, COVID tracker map once again has uh, the darker shades downstate, Long Island, the five boroughs, lower Hudson Valley. Positivity rate uh, above 13% for New York City and Westchester. But when you zero in on neighborhoods, that rate can jump uh, up over 20%. And uh, we're going to name some of them now. Queens has some real hot spots. Douglaston, Ozone Park, Richmond Hill, Middle Village. Uh, getting the blame for all this, uh, the Omicron subvariant BA5. It spreads easily, but so far it, uh, it does not appear to be sending more people to the hospital. Uh, by the fall, you can expect that uh, we're going to have to get another booster shot. This one will be updated to address BA4 and BA5. Paul, Wayne? Sean, why do health experts, why are they saying that Long Island might be the highest risk area? Well, that uh, has to do with the metrics. Uh, Long Island is labeled high risk right now according to CDC guidelines. That's because of the uh, elevated uh, transmission rate. And then uh, they factor in there the number of available hospital beds. So we should really note you know, what we're seeing right now, this potential sixth wave, it's nothing like uh, the earlier waves that really walloped us, uh, but it is something to watch. Westchester's at medium risk, uh, and uh, this metric, it's set by the CDC, um, and, you know, really uh, to just uh, to put everybody uh, on alert. And so really not, not just Long Island, we all have to pay attention to this because uh, the cases are rising again in the entire region.
Sean, thank you. A man who lives in the New Haven area is the first in Connecticut confirmed with the very infectious skin disease monkeypox, rare in this country, but the CDC says its data shows that gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men are making up a high number of cases. Anyone, though, who's been in close contact with someone who has monkeypox is at risk. Incubation period after infection can be up to two weeks. Symptoms can be up to a month with fever and fatigue, malaise, skin blisters. New Jersey has seven known cases, but no state has it worse than New York. The number of people here testing positive doubled since last week to 120. Most of the cases are here in the city. The governors of New York and New Jersey have agreed to split the state's share of the very expensive and very delayed Hudson River train tunnel that will double capacity and work will start right away. Steve Burns is at Penn Station with the news this morning. Steve, where is the work starting? Well, the work uh, is already starting. If you count all the paperwork, all the negotiations, and that's really the big news today, that there is an agreement on both sides of the Hudson for this new tunnel. Governors Hochul and Murphy coming to terms on how much each state will pay for their share of this new rail tunnel, along with the Portal North Bridge. It's that temperamental crossing over the Hackensack River. It's been the source of so many delays and headaches over the years. We don't know exactly how the financials shook out, but both governors say they are glad to get this agreement signed. With this hurdle out of the way, it opens up the next steps to get full federal approval and get shovels in the ground, Paul and Wayne. Yeah, Steve, you know, we've been down this road before, so to speak, only to see the tunnel project abandoned last time around. Uh, is this one a done deal? You're right. We have seen so many stops and starts here, it's, it's hard to keep track. But this iteration of the project has gotten much further along than its predecessors. Theoretically, we could see construction on the tunnel start next year. There does seem to be a recognition that things need to happen fast while the political stars are aligned, while we have supporters of the project in office in Albany, in Trenton, and in Washington. Steve Burns this morning on that story. Latest on your forecast this morning, Craig Allen, fairly typical summer stuff. It is, especially for today, because it's still very humid outside now. But it will start to dry out somewhat during the afternoon. A mixture of clouds and sunshine, and today's high, 84 to 88 degrees. But again, the humidity will begin to lower. Tonight, it does turn cooler, too, with lows around 65 to 70. City probably right around 70. Thursday becoming mostly cloudy tomorrow. A chance of a shower, too. Just a chance, and uh, not as warm as it has been. High 76 to 82. The wind is off the ocean tomorrow, so the coolest readings, the 70s, will be around the coastal areas. And then Friday, mostly cloudy with a chance of a shower, thunderstorm again, nothing widespread and uh, nothing too organized, but a couple of them around. And the high on Friday will be near 80, but the weekend looks good again. 73 right now, and the humidity still up there at 94%. If you want a gun permit in New Jersey from now on, you will need training. If you want a 50 caliber weapon, you'll be told no. Two of the seven new gun regulations, Governor Phil Murphy says, will not be his last. Governor Murphy knows the seven new laws aren't a panacea to the issue of gun violence, but he used a baseball analogy to describe what they can do. By signing these laws today, we can improve our batting average. All of that may not move the needle all the way to batting 1,000, but it improves our batting average. And that's what we are all in this to do. Fewer fatalities, injuries, and gun crimes are just some of what he considers an improved batting average. The seven new laws include requiring a gun safety course for those applying for a gun license in New Jersey, micro-stamping ammunition to trace it to guns, electronically recording the sale of ammunition, and more. Risa Rubin-Stinkowitz, co-director of March for Our Lives New Jersey. We are 
are not only filling these state loopholes, we are also filling federal loopholes at the state level, and that is so important. However, our work is far from over. She hopes to see New Jersey pass a standard for safe gun storage and a raised age to own firearms. In Metuchen, Christy Kalishian, WCBS News Radio 880. By the way, Governor Murphy acknowledged that Illinois also has strong gun laws and that the Highland Park shooter purchased his firearm legally. He admitted that he doesn't know if these new laws would have helped prevent such a massacre. Well, drivers are being turned away now from the cheaper gas pumps at Costco's in New Jersey. It's members only now which they did once before in 2004. Back then, the state said Costco was in violation of state fuel laws. Now New Jersey officials say it's okay. No consumer laws are being broken with this members-only policy. If you want to be a member, it'll cost you 60 bucks. It's the Morning News Roundup for a Wednesday. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know. The Lake County prosecutor promises dozens more charges will be filed against 21-year-old Robert Cremo, who's already charged with seven counts of first-degree murder in the massacre at a July 4th parade in Highland Park. Number two, dry cleaners are drying up. One-third of mom-and-pop dry cleaners went out of business during the pandemic, and the industry trade group says surviving stores have raised prices to make up for the lack of business suit business, as more of us work from home in our sweatpants. Third thing, the last survivor of the famed Army unit featured in the World War II oral history book and miniseries Band of Brothers has died. Bradford Freeman was 97. He was 18 when he left college to fight in World War II. Up next is our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for July 6th when a mogul got taken down. Billionaire hedge fund manager Jeffrey Epstein has been arrested on sex trafficking charges in New York. 2019, a rich friend of the famous falls. Arrested at Teterboro Airport. Epstein is accused of paying underage girls for massages and then molesting them in the 2000s. Epstein's being held at the Metropolitan Correctional... According to documents made public in late 2021, Epstein convinced prison officials he was not suicidal and days later hanged himself with a bedsheet. Across the river in Brooklyn at the Metropolitan Detention Center, his former girlfriend and accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, awaits her appeal of a 20-year sentence. 2020, America leaves the World Health Organization. A reporter asked White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. The president said that 99% of coronavirus cases are totally harmless. The president was noting the fact that the vast majority of Americans uh, who contract coronavirus uh, will come out on the other side of this. Dr. Anthony Fauci had a different take. Within a period of a week and a half, we've almost doubled the number of cases. 2020, the largest sports contract in history is signed by Patrick Mahomes. I would imagine if you sign for $500 million that you can't even drive a car. I'll probably be sticking to football and video games for a while now. 12 years, $503 million potentially with the Kansas City Chiefs. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump in 1994, an endearing film that debuted on this date and endures. You can't keep doing this, Forrest. You can't keep trying to rescue me all the time. They was trying to grab you. Forrest Gump, best picture at the Oscars. And way back when, in 57, Paul McCartney, 15, meets John Lennon, age 16, for the first time at a church, both unaware they were about to change pop culture. This is July 6th. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.